The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the forefront they have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth that they had faith in you. And you said, oh, don't treason. My name is Michael Gobia. Hi, you are now watching or listening to the Hey It's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, presented by RodaFanatic.com. Palazzo Podcast is two L's and two Z's. Utah, give me two. What up, Sunday night? Man, week 14 is approaching us. Week 13 had its ups and downs. Garrett Cole, no longer a... Elite starting pitcher after the great spin rate epidemic that has possibly taken away his incredible grip and with it his talent. The great spin rate panic of 2021. We'll find out, but that is something that you are going to have to start exploring. And not just you, me as well. Somebody who has Garrett Cole in their home league, it's the 10 keeper league, head to head cats, 14 teams. I am stuck with a guy right now whose value has plummeted, and I'm not going to get the fair value of the pitcher that he really is. So what am I to do? What are you to do? Keston Hira, is he going to stay for good this time? Triple A? No more? Can we expect Keston Hira to start cranking out the homers, keep up the high K percentage, but start stealing some bags as well and hit 300? Is that possible? We'll discuss all this stuff and more. Make sure you hit up rotofanatic.com like you always should. You know the drill. Yo, Ryan, what up? Yancey's here. Yancey, so good to see you on a Sunday. We don't see you very often on a Sunday, and it's a pleasure to see you, my friend. I hope you've been enjoying the music I've been sending you. Me and Yancey, we exchanged music in a text thread, and it's fantastic. Did you know that Yancey changed my life? He literally changed my life. He gave me the spirit, the desire. Eight months ago, I had no drum set. I had no musical instruments. And I wasn't listening to much music, but music was such a huge part of my life. Eight months later, I'm jamming every day, rocking out, feeling things, loving the passion that I get with music. So thank you to you, Yancey. Yes, I owe it all to you, my brother. Really appreciate that. Ryan, great to have you in the house, my friend. Uh, Yancey's crying right now, and that's cool. I hope you're crying. You changed my life, and that's a good thing. People helping people here on Twitter. Believe it or not, it can happen, folks. Anyways, we're going to talk about all the things we talk about. Two-star pitchers, streamers, hitters to pick up, who to drop, closers, schedules, which leads into schedule factors. Rotofanatic.com, schedule factors from Crosby Spencer every weekend. On Saturdays, he drops it. He does the work. 
And all you got to do is absorb it and apply it to your fantasy team. Seems like a pretty easy equation to deal with there. Rotofanatic.com is fantastic. The best part of life is feeling things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like feeling things. I'm with you there, Yancy. I really do enjoy it myself as well. And if you want to feel something amazing, go to rotofanatic.com. Hey, you see what I did there? <laughs> Trick of the trade. And check out Schedule Factors, Mr. Dr. Mike Carter's closing remarks. You should absolutely be following Mike Carter on Twitter. He knows bullpens. And he also does his own who-to-start two-week pitchers for fan tracks. So he's in high demand, which means you should be following him and absorbing his content as well. And last but not least, Davey Funnels, Infirmary Report. It's got all the latest injuries. When are they coming back? When did they first get hurt? So you know the lineage of the injury from beginning to hopefully the return. All at rotofanatic.com. The great spin rate panic of 2021. So yeah, I'm really terrified about Garrett Cole. Anybody else out there feeling the Garrett Cole fear right now? You feel like you're stuck with a guy who might not be the same pitcher because he can no longer use the gunk and the spin rate. I mean, fuck the spin rate. Yeah, it goes down. But the fact that he's going to give up more runs doesn't feel as confident. We've all seen the interview where he, sto- he stared into the camera like this. And didn't say anything for like eight seconds before he responded very, very tacitly. So I think we got some concerns. And if I were you, I think you'd have to grit and bear it. If somehow, some way, someone gives you a decent deal if you're in a trade league where you can move Garrett Cole, but for fair value, don't sell now. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm going to have to suck it up and just be stuck with him. But if he has a couple good starts in a row, I'm out of here. Bye-bye. I don't want anything to do with him. I don't want to deal with this... This gunkathon chaos and the gunk gone wrong is really what's going on with Mr. Cole. A lot of other pitchers still seem to be throwing some damn good outings after the gunk is gone. Adam Wainwright, he's on a roll. So you tell me Adam Wainwright's a better pitcher, a more viable fantasy starter now than Garrett Cole? I find that hard to believe. So hopefully that's not the truth. But man, it's a wild time. So it was a wild weekend too. We had some crazy ass weather here. We had massive flooding. The Freeway was completely flooded, I-94. For those of you in the Midwest, you probably know what that is. It was truly, truly fucked. And I was uh, not expecting to play softball today, but we got the game in. It didn't rain at all. In fact, it hasn't rained since Friday night when all that rain came down. We caught a huge break, and the Tigers were able to take it to the Astros. A walk-off bunt victory. How cool was that? These Tigers. Go Tigers. They don't front, man. They're really playing hard. Ever since things started off horribly, A.J. Hintz has rallied the troops, and the Tigers are a fun team to watch, and I'm actually surprised I'm saying that out loud right now. Not because I want to be a buzzkill, but just because I'm so damn surprised. Woo! All right, what about you guys? What's going on here? Remember, you can comment in the live stream comments. I will share them with you, and you can share them right back with me. Jasper, what's up, buddy? How's Indiana? How's Goshen, Indiana doing? He traded Cole at the end of week 11. Well, that was a genius move, my friend, and I'll give you an applause for that. You definitely earned it. Star Platinum in the house, always a regular on the Sunday show. Not bothering Wheeler. Exactly, my friend. Exactly. Zach Wheeler, Adam Wainwright. Uh, there's other pitchers out there who seem to be having a great time post-gunk. Go Tigers! Yeah, we got that. Go Tigers! There you go, Ryan. There's another one just for you, my friend. Evening Star. <laughs> you guys have got your own little click going on here. I got to tell you, that's like the coolest fucking thing to me because that's why I do this. We got like our own little world going on. You guys all see each other every Sunday. I love it. It's like we're a bar. We all know each other, except there's no booze. Uh, maybe you guys have booze. I don't have any booze available to me, but, you know, booze is cool. All right, so let's get into the schedule factors for the coming week. Uh, Soto is elite since he struck out Judge and Stanton. Oh. <laughs> I love Gregory Soto. I think he's the best arm in that bullpen. And the fact that Michael Fulmer went on the IL today means Gregory Soto should get that job. But what we've seen from Mr. Hinch is a little bit of Soto, a little bit of Cisnero, who's had three saves this month. And then it was Fulmer's job. But he's out now. And I know our pal we just had on the show recently, Justin Mason. He was on the Palazzo Podcast last Wednesday. Shout out to Justin, my good friend. Great fantasy analyst. Him and his partner in our tag team league that Maddie Davis created. Maddie Wood on Twitter. Follow him. Great analyst. I know there's a lot of names coming at you, but you should know all these people are. And me and Eric Cross run a team together. We're in first place. We're right there. We're hanging tough. But Mason and his partner, which is Shelly Verstraight, another person you should be following, they picked up Michael Fulmer for like triple digits last weekend, and now he's on the IL. <laughs> Buzzkill! Sorry, guys. This is not gonna. That's not going to get you first place. They were really hoping that Fulmer was going to be the key to getting them over the hump in the saves category. Doesn't look like it's going to happen, guys. 
I'd feel bad for you, but there's money on the line and I want to win. All right, so let's talk schedule this week. In week 14, we got a lot of teams playing seven. So let's talk about the teams that have five games. Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Rays have five games. Five, 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 five. And everybody else has six and seven. So you're looking at a full slate outside the Rays, which is good news for you if you don't have Rays because you're going to be able to get a lot of innings and opportunities for stats galore, which is always a fun time when you're playing fantasy baseball. You can't really play fantasy baseball and do well if you don't get the stats that you're looking for. Am I right? I mean, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right? So, yeah, so the schedule uh, well, works out that way. Let's move into... What else you guys want to talk about? Starting pitchers for this week. So this week's two steppers as I don't know who came up with that because to me it was always two start pitchers, but it's two steppers to start to take over. And I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of like it. I love doing a two step. I like doing any kind of step. You know, dancing is fun. And if you've never danced, then you have never lived, my friend. Two start pitchers this week. Brandon Woodruff, obviously, that's a no-brainer. All the standard issues that you're not going to worry about. Trevor Rogers, but a little shaky, I think, in his last start, but... Uh, the innings are something I keep talking about. And I'm not going to harp on this the whole show here, guys. Just want to remind you, innings worries, innings worries. Julio Urias is a guy that a lot of people are concerned about his innings limitations, but he struck out 12 dudes in his recent outing. 12 strikeouts in like five and a third innings. A phenomenal start. But how many more of those are you going to get this year? Guys like Trevor Rogers, Julio Urias are definitely pitchers I'm worried about, not because of the talent. They're immensely talented. But how could we rely on them to be there for us in August and early September? I don't know that we can. And that's the problem. Uh, so Blake Snell's got Cincinnati and Philly both on the road this week. At Cincinnati is never a good matchup. That ballpark, summertime, and the offense, frankly, is outstanding. So I would be uh, a little worried about that. But, you know, he's <laughs> he provides you with quality, and you get excited, and then he shits the bed. It's a back-and-forth affair for Blake Snell, and... The K's are there, but the walks show up a lot. That's one of the big problems that can happen with him. And it's really, really frustrating because I still think that he's really, really good. He's just, he's having a really inconsistent season. And to me, that's a real bummer. And I'm sure if you own Blake Snell, you're feeling the same thing. But last start against the Dodgers, five innings, got the victory, five K's, didn't give up an earned run, folks. That's fantastic. But then the start before that, he got ripped at Colorado. So what did you do? Did you start Blake Snell? Did you take advantage of it? Let me know here in the comments, or you can email us, plausiblepodcast at protonmail.com. Of course, plausiblepodcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah, on Give me two. Twitter every single time. We're always there for you. Send me your questions, your thoughts. DM me privately if you're a little worried. I'm at MJGovier. G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R. No deary here today, by the way. I, I think he's napping. I'm not really sure what he's doing, to be honest with you. So. Yeah, 12 strikeouts. That's one less than a baker's dozen. Ryan, you are correct, sir. That is correct. No spin rate problem for Julio Urias, right? The great spin rate panic of 2021. I love that drop. I know it's annoying, but I love it. I can't help myself. I just love dumb shit. I like to laugh, and I like baseball. Those are two things that definitely should go together. Am I wrong? Let me know in the live stream comments. All right, so we're live here talking about week 14. Blake Snell's a two-starter. Uh, Cincinnati and Philly, risky. Play at your own risk. You know the drill. He could dominate, possibly, or he could totally get shelled. Captain Maeda's start got postponed, so I think we're looking at him as a two-starter against Kansas City and the White Sox this week because he didn't pitch yesterday. So make sure you keep an eye on that. I like Maeda. Since he came back from the groin injury, he's looked better. The strikeouts are still there. The swing and miss stuff's still there. And the walks don't seem to be a concern. So that... Bodes well, and I'm pretty excited about that because it was a rough, 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 rough beginning for Mr. Kenta Maeda. And oh, I don't want to talk about it because it just bums me out, so I won't. So definitely start him this week. I like both matchups, the White Sox and Kansas City on the road. I think that's two wins or at least two solid starts. James Caprellian got Texas and Boston at home, and the Oakland A's just keep rolling. They lost Mark Canna. Those of you that lost Mark Canna, I feel your pain. I feel it. It's really hurtful. Damn! Yeah, I know. It sucks. He's got a hip strain. We don't know how serious it is. I haven't seen a timetable for his return. But Mark Canna was one of the league leaders in runs. And in OBP leagues, he was helping you out even more with the OPS and the OBP. Gets on base a lot. That's why he scored over 55 runs already. Uh, if you're in a trade league, we don't know how serious this could be. And if you're in the hunt right now and someone's willing to bite on Canna, 
you probably want to take a dip into the waters. See what's going on. See if you can find somebody, a dance partner for a possible trade. I love Canha, but he's also, you know, 30, 29, 30 years old, so he's not a child anymore. I don't know if you can really rely on him for long-term dynasty implications. And if you're trying to win now, there's nothing wrong with moving a guy like Canna. To me, he's like the perfect guy you move. He gave you a lot of love, but now he's hurt. He can't help you this season. And if you're in the hunt, you say bye-bye-bye. So long, right, Ernie? That one is long gone. That's correct. Mark Canna, long gone. I hope he gets well, though, because he's one of my... It's like one of those underrated, like, fun players that I love a lot. I'm a big Mark Canna fan. And the Oakland A's are fun. They really are. They just every year put it together. It's... It's a spectacle. It's an incredible thing to watch. I don't know how they do it, but they I mean, we, we know how they do it. They wrote a book about it, right? Moneyball. <laughs> they did a dumb movie about it. The movie's kind of dumb. I think it's boring, a little overhyped. It's a pretty bland movie. I love baseball, but you know, it's not that great a film. That's my two cents. Yell at me if you want to in the comments here or Plaza Podcast 2L2Zs if you feel like uh, you have to get your Utah. thoughts out on the movie. Give me two. But yeah, so think about the trades you could move here. Let me get back to two starters here. I've just... Mark Cannon's injury really hit me hard. I have him on a shitload of teams. I really went heavy on him because his value was so great in the offseason. He was available at a really good price. And what you got so far from him was a big, big, big return on your investment. So I'm happy for me, and I'm happy for anybody who rode Mark Canna to good times. And I know we all wish him well. Good health, good fortune, Mark. Get better soon, my friend. All right. Nick Pavetta. Nick Pavetta still seems like a ticking time bomb to me. He's been really good at times, dominant, striking people out. He didn't give up any hits in his last outing against the Rays. And he's always been a power pitcher, right? He's got that great breaker, mixing it in with the fastball. And there was always a lot of excitement about Pavetta. But where do you guys stand now in Pavetta? Do you feel like he's somebody who's going to start screwing you in the second half? Can he keep up what he's done with Boston this year? Did Chaim Bloom, my uh, Jewish brethren, shout out to Chaim, uh, did he get over on the Phillies with that trade, which was for Brandon Workman? Looks like a legendary trade right now, if you ask me. Or is Nick Pavetta about to kind of slow his roll, not be the guy that you can count on for wins, strikeouts, and mainly a quality whip in the second half? What do you guys think? Nick Pavetta, let me know in the comments because Pavetta has already, he's already beaten expectations this year, in my opinion, because of what he's done. You know, he's, he's six and three. He's got a K9 of 10 and a half. The ERA is straight at four. It's not dominant, but for Pavetta, that's pretty damn good. That's, that's something I'd be very happy with, especially where he's been. Uh, left on base rates is actually above his career norm. That's something I'm a little worried about as well. And he's gotten a shitload more of ground balls this year. 36% ground ball rate. His career ground ball rate was actually higher than that, but in the 2020 season, it was at 27. But that's the bozo season, so let's just ignore that. So uh, if he's going to stick to that career norm, which he's actually below, and keeping the ball on the ground, and with the change of the gunk being removed, that could actually bode well. So I'm optimistic, but I'm a little concerned because of innings limits and a slight regression with whip and starting to walk more guys. His walks are at four, 4.22 per nine. That's bad. I don't feel like that's very good. And his career is actually three and a half. So if he could improve on that, then he's actually underperforming right now. So as we're talking this out, I'm actually considering shit. Maybe he's worth a, making a move on. Just my opinion there. I'm a fantasy baseball host. That's all I am. Uh, Deary napping? He told me he had some VIP appointments booked. Yeah, well, he's not napping, right? We definitely know what he's doing in those rooms. Deary, you are just a little devil, aren't you? Little devil. Looking at Kyle Muller now. Think I'll grab him too. Kyle Muller! Hmm. What do you guys think? Kyle Muller, is that something you're excited about? Somebody you guys think could make a difference on your team in week 14? We're talking week 14 here live on the... Hey! It's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Five innings, got the victory against Cincinnati today. Nine strikeouts. That's a damn fine start by Kyle Muller of the Atlanta Braves. Start before that was against the Mets, and he went four innings, struck out three. Kept it real. So these the Braves have brought up Kyle Muller, Tucker Davidson, and they've shown promise. But are they going to be somebody that you can rely on for more than three starts? I'd like to see a little bit more from this guy first before I 
jump on the Mueller bandwagon, but I don't blame you for doing it now because if he pops, if he's going to be consistent, if he can give you five, maybe six innings, strike out seven to nine guys and keep an ERA and a whip that's very reasonable, then hey, go for it, Jasper. Make that shit happen. Star Platinum says, Mueller and Thompson, Miami, the pickup of the week. Yes. Zach Thompson, presume. Fantastic. Really, really looking outstanding. His uh, He was in my Govier's Guys. Uh, you guys been following those. I... I post Govier's guys every night at the end of the night. And I look over the box scores of every team and every game. And I choose the guys I like the most. They're always stats of people that did well. I don't post any like shit stats. I want a guy. I want to enlighten you about who was good tonight. So as we look at that, Zach Thompson was definitely one of Govier's guys the other night. Absolutely outstanding performance. They think he struck out 11, I believe. Was that correct? Anybody want to double check that? But damn. This this guy uh, could be the real deal. I wasn't really that familiar with him. I admit that honestly and freely. I'll never lie to you guys. You know that. I always try to keep it honest. But Zach Thompson, if he can go do what he did yesterday. And he had 16 swinging strikes, too. That's really nice. He didn't, he didn't get a cheap you know, 11Ks. He went out and earned it. So I, I should have known more about Zach Thompson. And if he wasn't picked up last week and he's on the waiver wire or if he's a fab bid definitely go and grab him because the marlins know pitching the teams that know pitching the most the marlins the indians for sure those are the two teams i think of like they just get it done don't they so if it's a guy that's on that one of those teams he's a marlin or an indian that's coming up you should always take a chance on him that kind of theory and strategy could actually carry you a long way believe it or not Jasper says, I hear you. Thompson is gone, so Mueller is next. Yeah, give it your best shot. And Jasper also says, if he gets good run support, Pavetta can be decent. That is damn true. Jaybird! Woo! Yeah, Jaybird! What up, man? My man and I. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Woo! Go Tigers! Jaybird says, and a damn good one. Go Tigers and Braves. Hell yes. Tigers are playing well. It's a lot of fun, but this is not a Tigers podcast. This is the hell. It's the Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast presented by RotoFanatic.com. Make sure you go to the website, check out schedule factors, closing remarks, infirmary report. I shove it down your throat. You guys should know it by heart right now. It comes out every weekend. Make sure you on those articles. They will help you. They will improve your chances of being successful. Trust me, these guys are smart mofos. Trust me on that. Palazzo Podcast on Twitter, 2 2 z Utah. Make sure you follow us. Give me two. That's where I, uh, actually, I post the Govier's guys on my personal Twitter handle. That's MJ Govier. You can see it here on the screen. G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R, if you like. Every night I do that. So if you guys have a request or you feel like somebody didn't get on Govier's guys every night I do it, let me know. You know I want to give the props to the people that deserve it and the players that deserve it. All right, let me uh, finish off on these two-steppers here because I'm taking too long on it already. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Danny Duffy's back. He's at Boston. He's got Minnesota at home. I don't like those matchups at all, but if you want to take a chance, then, hey, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Caleb Smith's at St. Louis, home against San Francisco. I don't like it, although the Diamondbacks kind of took it to the Padres this weekend. They, they showed signs of life. So, And St. Louis's offense has been horrible. I believe it was Vlad Sedler over the weekend. He posted a tweet about the Cardinals' offense. <laughs> horrid. Absolutely horrid. So they have not been as dominant as maybe some of us thought. Even I thought, oh, that Cardinals offense has been pretty damn good. You know, Nolan Arenado was off to a great start, and everybody was saying, oh, we were so wrong about Nolan Arenado. We are so wrong. Well, take a look at his stats now. I mean, they're solid, but they're not anywhere near a top 40 player, in my opinion. What do you guys think? That's the thing about jumping out to these early assessments early on. Oh, my God, we were so wrong. Sure, he's got 15 bombs. That's rock solid. That's an excellent player. It's only hitting 269, though. 324 OBP, that's pretty gross. That's not a top 40 player. It's not a top 50 player. He's slugging 514, which is solid. But uh, he's on a little bit of a cold streak right now, and that's my point. So if you're going up against the Cardinals offense right now, and you might think it's a scary offense in other days, other periods of time, but that's not the case. So I say start your starters against the Cardinals until they can prove that they can take it to the house. Take it to the house. Boom. 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 Remember that Trick Daddy? Take it to the house. Man, I haven't heard Trick Daddy in a long ass time. Is Trick Daddy still out there doing his thing? I really hope so because I love Trick Daddy. 
They had a lot of fun in the year 2000 with Trick Daddy. You guys remember Trick Daddy? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember being in college, having some Trick Daddy uh, memories. Star Platinum says, Weathers may be a good pickup this week. Lamette may be hurt. Yeah, Lamette looked like shit in his last start. He got roasted, and I've never bought the Lamette thing at all. I, he was defying the odds for so long. It's a good reminder to stay true to what you really broke down with your own information and your own research. If you believe, and you've done the research, that that player is not doing things that he should be doing. Like Keston Hira. Keston Hira has been horrible, right? And he's been sent down two or three times. He's back again. He's got two home runs, though, over the weekend. He's a talented player. And if you believed in him, I'm one of those. I'll raise my hand on this. Ryan Venaccio, a guy who's going to be on our show, by the way, coming up soon. Shout out to Ryan. Follow him uh, on Twitter at V-E-N underscore something like that. I, I, sorry, Ryan. I'm butchering your Twitter handle. Look up Ryan Venaccio, and he's a great follow. But his point was that Keston Hura, and you guys have heard me say this before. You guys that are always here with me. You think I sound like a broken record. And, you know, that's fair because sometimes I got to say it if other people haven't heard it before. I never know who's watching or listening. So you got to repeat a few things. It's one, of the, it's one of the deals of the trade, unfortunately. But I try not to do that too often. But Ryan said, Keston here could thrive now that the gunk is gone. Very early, small, small, small sample size. But a couple home runs over the weekend. He'll still strike out a lot. I had somebody uh, DM me. I think it was Miguel. Shout out to Miguel. Hope you're doing well. He was asking me about, hey, should I pick up Jonathan India, Keston Hira, or Nate Lowe? Who would you rather have just as a pickup? Between those three, Hira, India, Lowe, Nate Lowe. And I told him number one was Hira. India was two, and Nate Lowe was three. How would you guys rank those three if you were just going to pick up one of those three players, Hira, India, Nate Lowe? Let me know. I'd be curious to see what you guys have to say about that as well. All right. So there's my little rant about that. Uh, I'm not even sure why I was ranting about that. What was it Nolan Arenado? I was pissed about him. Is that what it was? Yeah, I don't know where we are. Uh, the talent is there with Keston, no doubt. Thank you, Ryan. You are wise. Damn right it is. I love talent. Who doesn't love some quality talent? We all do. All right, that's it for two-star pitchers. I'm done with that because there's other things we need to talk about. Uh, I'm looking over a lot of really, really suspect two-starters this week. Uh, Matt Manning, for example. I'll talk about Matt Manning. Yes, he's a Tiger. I'm not being biased, though. Go Tigers! He's got two wins. Well, not two wins. He's got his first Major League win, his last start. And his first start wasn't terrible. He went five-plus innings. But he's not struck out anybody. I think he's got uh, 11 innings pitched or so, and he only has four strikeouts. That is not flashy stuff. It's exactly what I said about his opening start. And if you're looking to bid on Matt Manning, if he's still available in your league for some reason, I would not be putting triple digits on him unless it was Dynasty but odds are he was already on a dynasty team, so that's moot. But in redraft leagues, Matt Manning is not going to be striking dudes out. And if you're expecting that, then you're fooling yourself. And he's at Cleveland and home against the White Sox this week. I think one of those starts are going to go bad for him, unfortunately. And those offenses aren't dominant. The White Sox, you know, they're a good team, but their offense isn't great. They, sometimes they show up, other times they don't. And Cleveland's offense is always a mystery. But I don't like that. I don't like that two-starter situation for him. Uh, well, another one, Dylan Bundy. The mystery continues. Dylan Bundy still plays fantasy baseball. He still plays real baseball too, by the way. And <laughs> that's my response to Dylan Bundy. If you want to start two Dylan Bundy starts this week, you're you might be a mad person. You might be totally out to lunch. So if you want to do that at the Yankees, have a good time. Best of luck. I finally cut ties with Bundy, and nobody picked him up in my home league, and nobody cares anymore because he just was so bad. But his whip for so bad for how awful Dylan Bundy has been. His whip is still 1.39. It's not even over 1.4. That's shocking to me. That is the one thing that kind of gives me some hope. Like, damn, this guy's been shelled to hell. He's got an ERA of 6.68. But the ERA or the whip has not got awful. So that's something to think about. I'm just going to say it. Something to think about. You make your own decisions, folks. They're your teams. You guys are the managers. But it's something to stew on. Ryan, in terms of the ranking the three players, Hira, India, and Lowe, Ryan goes Hira, India, Lowe, just like I did. Agreed. Star Platinum says, Hira, India, Lowe, just like me. It looks like we're all in agreement. Rest of season, Marty Talbot. What up, Marty? Woohoo! Marty's here. Yay! What's up, Marty? My friend. I hope you're doing well. He's my Detroit brother. Here's a little, we'll go, go Tigers for Marty. Go Tigers. There you go, Marty. That's just for you. 
He goes rest of season, India first, low and Hira third. All right, there we go. Now we got a little bit of back and forth. That's what I like to see. I don't necessarily disagree with it, but I think you're... Nate Lowe has struggled for a while here. He had a fun beginning, and the steals were going up because he has better sprint speed than people realize. You know, he's got like a 27-ish sprint speed, but the steals have not shown up in a while. What up, Michael? Yeah, Marty! Woohoo! Okay, you're listening to the Hans Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I did not pour myself a water for this show, and I am fucking parched right now. <laughs> I wish I... I really wish I had a water. Um, I'm regretting that because I'm talking a lot. When you do a show with Deary, you know, that's why it's like, hey, we do it together. and I don't have to do all the work. But I'm carrying the show today, and I'm happy to do it because I do it for you guys. I race home from softball, which is in downtown Detroit, get back to my pad, which is like 25 minutes away in Livonia, take a shower, get ready, and I'm here on time for you guys. I do it for you guys. So I want you to know that. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, praise me. I'm just letting you know I put in the work for you guys, and I hope you appreciate it. All right, so let's move into some uh, quick relief pitching scenarios. Uh, people worried about fearing relief pitching situations. There's not a lot that stands out to me. I already mentioned that Michael Fulmer is back on the IL, so that's good news for Gregory Soto fans. But Jose Cisnero will absolutely get opportunities. You got to be aware of that. In fact, if you want to put in a bid on Cisnero, because he probably was dropped again after last week, then I would do that. Not a lot, though, just something. Uh, the Cincinnati situation. They lost Lucas Sims, and the elbow was barking in spring training. If you remember, they had him go easy because they weren't sure if that elbow was ready to rock. Then he starts to give us some consistent, uh, borderline consistent play, right? He was the man. He was getting the save opportunities, but now he's on the IL, and it's that elbow again right here. Look at that. The people's elbow. Uh, I don't have a people's elbow button, so I'll just do the right spin right panic of 2021. <laughs> That's so dumb. But Amir Garrett, is he the guy? Or is it Brad fucking Brock? Huh? Brad Brock back from the dead. As Mike Carter points out in the closing remarks, which you can find on what's it called? Yes, that's right. Rotofanatic.com. Very good. Thank you. But Mike Carter talked about in the closing remarks, which is available on Rotofanatic.com right now, how Brad Brock was somebody that a lot of people didn't know was on the Cincinnati roster, let alone any roster. But he's been pitching pretty damn good this year. And he's been striking out more than nine in inning. I didn't look at Brock as a dominant K guy, even though every reliever these days, it seems like they're pretty dominant. And they, if you're not carrying at least 10 guys per nine as a reliever, you're kind of kind of a failure, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, he struck out 20 guys in 15 innings, so that's serviceable. And he could be the guy if Amir Garrett fails again. Amir Garrett has been given opportunities, but he was kind of like Lucas Sims, too, he, except he was a worse version of Sims because he couldn't lock it down. He couldn't do it. But one thing we know about, and this is common knowledge now, is that Mr. David Bell, the manager of the Reds, will go to anybody he only cares about matchups there is no true closer and somebody pointed this out very well on twitter and i owe you a reference but i can't remember who it was they said the reason the reds trade risel iglesias to the angels besides being a blatant salary dump there was a tiny other reason because they liked throwing any of their relievers at any given time they didn't want to rely on one guy so that's you know it's peculiar very peculiar but hey that seems to be the way things go ryan says pray all caps. Thanks, Ryan. What the hell's going on in the Phillies bullpen? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just about to get to that. You read my mind, Ryan. Ooh, I like your style. I like your style too, dude. Jasper's got Soto. That's good news. Uh, I bet Soto doesn't get the save opportunities. I bet Cisnero gets more. It's just going to go that way because I have Soto everywhere, but it's not going to work out. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm a pretty positive guy. I really believe, you know, good things can happen if we try to stay positive for the most part. Certainly, I've been depressed. Whew, boy, have I been depressed in my life. A lot. I mean, I used to be hooked to opioids. You know, that takes a it takes a pretty low, low self-esteem to get to that point. But now I see everything for how wonderful it is, and I'm very grateful to be alive, and I'm grateful to be here talking with you guys. So in a way, I'm kind of glad that I went through that experience, which may sound weird, but it's 100% true. Star Platinum says, Bradley got the save today. Alvarado came in the eighth. He sure did. I picked up Archie Bradley in my main events league two weeks ago 
And then I dropped him last week because I didn't think I'd get anything out of him. And now he's got the save today after Neris. Hector Neris is totally out of the picture. He's been a, an embarrassment. So Archie Bradley could be the guy here. But I, there's so many options with Philly. I don't know how you clarify. I don't know how you look at one guy and say, you know what? That's the guy. He's going to get it done. Because they all have the potential to do well, but nobody seems to be able to lock it in. But there is one thing about Bradley we know. He's got the experience. He did it with the Diamondbacks. He's been a closer who has been given the full-time job and has done a really good job at times. So that bodes well. I would say, even though Jose Alvarado was supposedly getting the first chance, according to Joe Girardi, Glass Joe, Glass Joe Girardi. By the way, if you missed it, I, I did a dumb video, which is on our YouTube channel here. And please, sub our YouTube channel. For some reason, you're not subbing our YouTube channel. We would really appreciate the subs. We feel like our numbers are low, and we, we're better than that. We have a fun informative brand here and we deserve more youtube subs i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that so let's get those subs up you know but i did a video of glass joe girardi versus mad max scherzer when they went head to head earlier in the week over that dumbass gunk shit where max got searched three times give me three ridiculous but point being is that Alvarado might be the guy, but Bradley could actually be the guy. So I think it's between those two guys for sure, but there's still some other... This is wild. What if Neftali Feliz ends up taking control? Did you guys know, before this week anyways, that Neftali Feliz, not only in baseball, he's on the Phillies roster. Neftali Feliz used to be a starter and a reliever for the Rangers way back in the day, but he hadn't pitched in Major League Baseball since 2017, but he's back. Baby, Naftali Feliz. There's a secret, secret deep sleeper there. Keep an eye on Feliz. See if he's given more opportunities in crunch time situations and if he performs well because he's got experience and it looks like he's pretty healthy now. He was not healthy and that's why he fell off the face of the planet, really, because he just wasn't healthy anymore. So keep an eye on Naftali Feliz. Not only would it make a fun story, but you know he was a fun guy to watch pitch too. And he's only 33. He's far from... Uh, one foot in the grave, six foot three, 225 pound guy. He's got a nice frame. And so far in this season, he has yet to actually throw, as far as I know, unless he threw today. But uh, let's keep an eye on that. Neftali Feliz for the win would be really, really cool. And I don't know. I, I just think that would be a fun baseball story to see him get the closer's job somehow. Keep an eye on it. Dark chance in hell. Not something I would rely on, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Star Platinum covered that. Thank you very much. And any other bullpens real quick I wanted to cover? I covered the Reds. Uh, you know, Brad, Brad Brock, I think is actually the guy, but it'll be Garrett and Brock and they'll go back and forth. So who the hell knows there? Archie Bradley possible? Sure. Um, I think that's it for all the bullpens I wanted to cover. Last, what about Andre Semenes? Now he's not a bullpen guy, but what if he comes back up to the major league roster? Is there a time frame that we're expecting him to return? Have any of you guys been holding on to Andre Semenez of the Cleveland team, waiting for him to return? And this is in redraft only. Obviously, in Dynasty, you're hanging on. Keeper leagues, you might be hanging on. But in redraft leagues, have any, has anybody held on to Andre Semenez, like maybe in an NA spot or some other type of roster spot, hoping for a return because you want it steal so bad? I'd like to know about that. Let me know here in the comments, or you can email the show, Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com, because it's the hits, Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, presented by RotoFanatic.com. And if you want to follow us, Twitter's a great way to do it. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. Plaza Podcast on Twitter. Thank you very much. And I'm at MJ Govier. G-O-V is a Victor I-E-R. But you already know that, so I don't need to repeat it to you. Yay! Woohoo! Yippee! Uh, okay, I think uh, I covered all the pitching stuff I wanted to cover. Is anybody else I didn't bring up that you guys want to hear about? Because uh, the Mueller pick was a great call, by the way. That's a great idea. Uh, if Arizona the a terrible team. Really bad team. And Yet, there might be an opportunity to get some saves there. So, they've been really, really bad. They broke the record. Most consecutive losses on the road all time. All time. MLB forever in the record books. But there's got to be saves coming at some point. So, Stefan Crichton was tendered, or he was outrighted. He's gone. You going to take a look at Joaquin Soria? Anybody else in there? Is Kevin Ginkle going to get in the mix somehow? 
take a look at Arizona. If you're desperate, 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 very, 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 very desperate for saves, just maybe consider one of those guys. Take a flyer. Take a chance. You know, take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. 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 Take a chance. It's a big chance. I'll tell you that much. All right, uh, what we got here? Ryan says, did you cover Zach Thompson? We certainly did. He was brought up by one of you fine fellows here in the live chat, and we talked about him. He's a Marlins pitcher. Ryan, pick him up, get him, go get him. If he's still available, he's worth everything. There's no reason not to get Zach Thompson right now. I don't know how long he'll hang around, but when he's pitching, will be positive for you. He's actually 27, and he's six foot seven, 230. That is a nice size intimidating dude i like that so he's got the presence and he's not actually a very highly touted guy he wasn't a high round draft pick he has been in the minors for ever so it's kind of out of nowhere a little bit although he was pitching well in the minors so he gave himself this opportunity but to say if anybody was like hey this zach thompson guy i've been waiting for this guy for a while i feel like you're full of shit and i don't believe you in triple a this year he only had 15 innings, guys. 15 innings. And he had a 6.6 ERA. So there wasn't a lot to look at here in 2021. And then his last outing, with the, he used to be with the White Sox, in AAA with the White Sox in 2019. He had a 5.5 ERA in 70 innings. 70 innings. 7-0 pitch. It's not good. It's not a... <laughs> I don't really... I'm actually shocked by this now. I would be excited, but I would be very cautious. Either he figured something out, the Marlins taught him something new, which has really unlocked something about Zach Thompson that is really good, or it's pure luck. But when you have 16 swinging strikes in your last start, you strike out 11 people, it's certainly something to take note of. Absolutely is. So ride the hot hand, but be ready to dump him if things go south because he he doesn't have a lot of pedigree that's like, oh, this guy's so dominant. He's 27, and I didn't know that about him. So I'm actually talking that out now with you guys. So we are clear. All righty. Let's talk hitters. How about some people to pick up? Who's going to help you guys in the clutch? Uh, Keston Hira is on the cover this week. He's on our thumbnail for this show on our YouTube channel, which you should always be subscribing to. Sub it, sub it, sub it. And click the dingy bell, too. And also like our stuff. I guess they like that. Just, you know, be nice to the YouTube algorithm, guys, please. That's all I'm asking. I've had Keston Hira in three or four leagues. I've been holding on to him. I paid big money to pick him up in fab a while ago after he got sent down the first time and he came back the second time. So I'm excited. And I think it's worth a healthy dose of money if you got it. We're in very late June here. You got July and you got August and September. So the clock's ticking. And in head-to-head leagues with your playoffs, you really got two months. You got July and August probably, right? I would assume your playoffs start first week, maybe the second week of September at the latest, depending on the size of your league. But you don't want to blow your load here too soon. You know, you don't want to blow your wad. You want to slow down, you know, get the pace going nice and easy. You know, take your time. Don't be too aggressive. Easy does it, as they say. But with Keston here, I think you're looking at a guy who could still crank homers, steal bags, and he can hit for an average, too. Like, it's just a matter of the contact. That's all it is. We all know the Keston Hero story. Strikeouts. Did you know he strikes out over? We've all heard it. We all know the story. We don't need to retell it. It's a matter of... Can he survive with a high strikeout rate? Can he survive? If he could strike out three times a game but hit a home run or a double, you know, that's serviceable. He gets on base. He can steal bags, too. So I just see a lot of talent here, and players have awful stretches. Remember Jose Ramirez a couple years ago? It was just the worst. He was horrid. And people were like, it's over. This guy's toast. He's cashed. But then he went on a tear, and now he's back to his old self. So I wouldn't freak out. We got to look long view here, folks. Green Day, long view. Good song. Star Platinum says, I'm lowering my bid now in time. <laughs> yes. Star Platinum, I love hearing that shit because what I just told you was all true. So I'm, I'm glad. I hope I help you. Yes, he, he was dominant and he showed something special, but there's no past to indicate that that's something he's done consistently. So if it is the Marlins. Like I said, though, I've said this many times on the show. It's a Marlins pitcher, so it's definitely somebody to be excited about. Uh, Choi and Nico Horner coming back this week. Yes, great call. Star, you know, Star Platinum is in the zone today. Star Platinum should get assist as co-host on tonight's show because you've been filling in outstanding. Shout out to you, Star Platinum, for Deary. Yes, Nico Horner's awesome. 
I love Nico Horner, and I'm probably going to pick him up in my home league after this show because he's on the waiver wire right now. Ryan says, what will his bids look like? I have no idea. For Keston Hira, is that what you're talking about? Or, uh, yeah, I assume you are. I think, you know, hitting two home runs over the weekend mixed in with his pedigree, if Keston Hira is available, I definitely see people spending triple digits on Hira. And they have the right to be worried about it, but I, I paid triple digits to get Hira a month ago in Glarf, the Great Lakes area, Roto Fantasy League, and in a RotoWire OC, 12-team OC on NFBC. I paid triple digits, and you can't sell. You can't bail on a triple-digit bid, even though he was in the majors for a while. So I'm expecting big money. I spent big money, and I'm a typical doofus like any other doofus. So I'm expecting 110. I mean, it depends how much money someone has left. If somebody's got a shitload of money in your league, then I could see them spending $200, 180 I really could. And I'd be curious to know what you guys see in your leagues for your bids this week. Jasper says, I'd like to see Choi do well. Yeah, I like Choi. Uh, they like Choi, too. He can hit for power more than Yandy Diaz can, and it's just a matter of Choi staying healthy. He's another guy I have on that Glarf team as well, so I'm with you there. But to me, Horner's the guy who could be a difference maker. He doesn't have pop, but Horner does everything else really well. I'm expecting uh, above average, batting average, stolen bases, scoring runs. He does it all. Nico Horner is definitely worth 60 bucks, 70 bucks, 75. I really believe that because he's a great player. He's the perfect player who could fit in and just do whatever needs to get done. And he'll fill your stat categories. As long as he's healthy, of course, which is a standard caveat for any player. So I don't think it bears repeating, does it? But I repeated it just so you heard me say it. Uh, Garrett Cooper came back from injury and he went three for four on Friday. He hit a home run. It was looking fantastic. And... Definitely somebody to get back on the train with. Garrett Cooper is a player who, he won't hit 30 home runs, but he can hit for an above average, average. I keep saying above average average. Hey guys, above average average, are you into that? I mean, Garrett Cooper's 30 years old. Seems like he's not been in the league that long, but he's he's been around. He's not a youngster, although 30 is still very young, by the way. But he's never hit more than 15 home runs in a season, so you're not going to get pop. But if you need batting average and some runs scored and probably RBIs, I expect Garrett Cooper to fill the void, but just not the power numbers. It's just not his thing. Uh, he hits the ball with some pop, but he just doesn't seem to launch angle it properly over the fence in that weird-ass stadium known as, what is it, Marlins Park? I don't know what they call it now. But he rocks the shit out of the ball, so if you get that launch angle up a bit more, his launch angle is 9.6 this year. I would love to. His career average launch angle is 6.8. <laughs> and he hard, he's hitting the shit out of the ball. 51.7% hard hit rate. That's outstanding. So I would like to see him lift the ball a lot more, and he could really unlock some power. But he's 30. You know, players do make changes in their 30s, but I'm not expecting that from Mr. Garrett Cooper. And that's what I'm talking about. Garrett Cooper on the Hans Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, presented by RodoFanatic.com, Matt Williams, Carmarano, Spencer Crosby. By the way, Spencer Crosby and Paul Mamino will be on the show, I believe we're doing tomorrow night. It's either Monday or Tuesday. So it's going to be a RodoFanatic free-for-all, which was a show we were supposed to do Thursday, but Paul uh, had diarrhea, so he had to reschedule. So it's not his fault. Diarrhea happens. It's okay, Paul. These things happen. Don't worry about it. But we will be doing that show, and we got more guests this week, too. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good week. We're talking about the things you want to hear about. And remember, guys, please, please tweet at us. DM us at MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R, or on the Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah. And tell us what you want to hear about. What are the categories, the topics, the players you want covered? We talk player analysis, but really important to talk strategy, too. And that's what we also try to fill in on our shows not so much this show where we kind of cover what's coming in the week but the rest of the week yes we're definitely pushing heavy strategy talk so just wanted to uh, let you guys know that i care about you guys i don't want your teams to do well i want to win too ryan says i thought they called it the aquarium well shit i don't know i mean it's miami it's a strange place anyways uh all right so we covered garrett cooper michael chavis now this is a guy i've argued with not argued but i've had disagreements with eric cross my tag team partner in the tag team league and by the way running a team with a partner is a whole new world and i didn't really know eric that well before this but we've done a really good job of respecting one another and making the right choices so it can be done and i actually recommend it i think it's a good way to learn what other people are thinking and absorb some strategies that you could find useful that you might not be using yourself just a little tip but michael chavis you know he's a 
Eric lives up there in the Northeast. He's a Red Sox guy. And so I said, hey, we should draft Michael Chavis. I think he's going to have a nice little season. Eric kept telling me from the draft, from the beginning, no, he's not going to play. Nobody cares. And that was basically true. He's got a few tastes here and there. But, you know, recently he's showing some life and he's been given a little bit more of an opportunity. And when he's had it, he's done something with it. So Michael Chavis is somebody you're going to pick up? Take a chance on? I don't know. He started three games in a row before today. He stole a base. Uh, He can steal some bags. He's not going to hit for average at all, but he does have some pop, so he can swat home runs here and there if you're into that shit. Star Platinum says, Oh, Hearn of KC, two home runs this week? No way. I have him in a couple drafting holds, 50-round drafting holds, where you have the roster you have the whole season. That's all you get, 50 players. And I've been waiting to use him. I would really like O'Hearn to be in the major leagues because that would make me happy. I think he's a really talented player. Him and McBroom, I like both of those guys a bit, but I think I like O'Hearn a bit more. And since O'Hearn's come up, yeah, he's been really good. He hit two home runs in the early part of the week, and he's played basically all week. So are you going to take a risk on this guy? He should be pretty cheap. I I would expect that you could pick up O'Hearn for next to nothing. Uh, They have a four-game series at Boston. That's a great place for O'Hearn to hit at. So definitely worth streaming. And that's a great call again. My guy is on it tonight. Damn. Star Platinum, you're the shit. Star Platinum should be the new co-host of the show, and I'm not even kidding. Jasper says, on my list of pickups for 2022, O'Hearn. Yeah, O'Hearn is, he's got the bat, man, and he's getting the opportunity now. So that is a great call on your part. And then with that left-handed swing in Fenway, could be a good week to stream O'Hearn. And that is just genius on your part. And I want to give a big shout out. Well done, Star Platinum, because I honestly wasn't going to get to O'Hearn. So you made the show better. And this is why people commenting, you guys being a part of the show, make the show better. Fucking ain't right you do. Well done. Well done. All right, so yeah, I covered him. Uh, Who else on my list here I want to get to? Clock's ticking. Got a couple minutes left. I got to get the hell out of here. That's how things go. Uh, What about this guy, Andy Ibanez, on the Rangers? Any interest in him? Uh, He's not uh, well-known, but he is serviceable. So I think it's worth a cheap ad. I know that uh, he's been getting some playing time with the Rangers, which is fun. And uh, he could do a little bit of everything, although he hasn't shown that in his profile so far. But he's getting some of the playing time. So I would recommend him as a cheap flyer. Should cost you nothing. Take a chance at him. He could steal a bag or two. That'd be nice. Uh, by the way, Manny Margot is starting to steal some more bags recently. If you're looking for steals, Manuel Margot of the Tampa Bay Rays is somebody you want to be considering because he was still available in my 14-team home league as of yesterday. And recently, he's been stealing bases. So I remember I said this on the podcast about two or three weeks ago. I predicted that week that Manny Margot would absolutely steal a base. And he totally fucked me. He did not steal a base in seven games, so that didn't go well. But he's stealing bags this week. So that's two this week. Also hit a home run the other day. He's hitting 250. He's got eight home runs, eight steals. He's not a world beater. We all know who he is by now. There was a lot of hype about Manny Margot. Remember the hype? Remember the fucking, hey, Manny Margot, this guy's an elite prospect. He's never never lived up to anything. Never, right? Very uh, disappointing. Nice one, Star. Look at Star. You're getting the love from Jasper. The, the crew here, the community loves you guys. That's why I come in case I might miss someone. <laughs> you got it, Star. Appreciate the uh, love. I always do. But yeah, I'm also going to mention Eli White. Now, Willie Calhoun of the Rangers fractured his forearm, so he's out. But Eli White is getting playing time, and he's hitting high in the lineup, too. It's not it's not some trash, you know, he's an eight or nine hitter. He's somebody who started the year, showed a little bit of promise, but I think he, went, he got sent back down. They brought him back up, and he's been hitting in the two-hole at times. Not every time, but he did hit in the two-hole on Thursday, I believe. So I think that's somebody you might want to pick up. Eli White, take a chance on him. Again, it should be cheap, but he's going to get the playing time because opportunity has presented itself, and that's what you're trying to do here. Plus, you know, he's 27, so he's been around a bit, kind of farted around in the majors and the minors here, there, and everywhere. He could steal some bases. He's had four double-digit seasons in the minors of stolen bases. Never stole 20, but still, he's stolen enough bags where you need steals. Again, another guy to consider. Eli White of the Texas Rangers. Jasper says, Margot was dropped in one of the keeper leagues I'm in. You know, 
Margot does go on streaks, and if he's starting to steal and he's getting the playing time right now, definitely worth a keeper flyer right now. I'm not saying he'll end up being a keeper, but he certainly is a guy who's serviceable and useful for your roster. That is a bare minimum, especially if you need steals. All right, I got two minutes left. I got to leave. Uh, anything else you guys want to hear about? Clock's ticking here. Uh, Last week, we talked about Abraham Toro. You know, he was going to get the opportunity to play, and he's really cashed in on that. Him and Tony Kemp were guys that were going to get picked up, and with Mark Canna leaving with the hip strain that I talked about earlier in the show, Tony Kemp's been playing all the time. So Tony Kemp and Abraham Toro actually look like they've been worthwhile pickups from last week, and I was a little less excited about Kemp, more excited about Toro. And... Yes, David Dahl is cut. Yeah, David Dahl is coming back. That's true. That's a good call. Well said, Star Platinum. But I still feel like David Dahl, he was not very good in all the playing time he was given. I know he signed with the Rangers as a guy that they were going to rely on, but he didn't do much. He hit 208. You know, only still one base. He's he was not supposed to be a 208 hitter. So I'm very dubious of David Dahl. I love David Dahl. I picked. I drafted him very, way, way late in a couple of leagues, hoping to really kind of get a much better return on the investment. But I didn't get that. But then again, David Dahl's always worth the flyer. He's going to be ready to go here. He's been rehabbing, and he should be ready to rock. So, yes, Eli White might lose playing time to that, but I'm not, I'm not sure of that either. So we'll see how that plays out. Dahl will fuck you. He'll bring you joy, and then he'll destroy your life again and again and again. That's always how it goes. Yeah, he hit 208 before spider attack. That's true. It was pre-spider deck. Uh, oh, I had Dahl and dropped him, says Jasper. Grabbed up Toro a few days ago. Good call, man. Good call. All right, uh, there it is. I try to cover as much ground as I can. I think we did a really nice, well-routed job here. We covered two-star pitchers, relief pitchers, the schedule that's coming, hitters. I like uh, how we looked at things today. I, I'd say this show was a B plus. It's a B plus. You know, I I hate when I get off the show and I'm like, oh, I forgot to talk about that one guy. And when I'm doing the show alone, I. It's a little bit tougher. I try to keep things organized as best I can, but it's a little bit tougher for me to make sure I keep things organized. When when there's two people, I have time to kind of look at other stuff and yada, yada, yada. Anyways, you guys don't care about that. All you care about is winning, and I want you guys to win, so I wish you the best. Uh, Remember Elvis Andrews, too. Elvis Andrews has been stealing bags, and he's been playing fair amounts for Oakland. He's not a fun player, but if you need steals, again, I'm throwing out a lot of these cheap-ass steal options just for the hell of it. Something to consider. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Luis Arias of the Twins, somebody you might want to take a chance. Lars Newtbar of the St. Louis Cardinals, best name ever, Newtbar. Uh, he's been playing a bit. Like I said, the Cardinals have been stinking it up, so eh, I don't know. I'm going to leave that to you guys to figure out. All right, so next week uh, I'll be back. We got the show either, I think we're doing the show tomorrow night with Paul Mamino and Crosby Spencer. It's going to be a Rota Fanatic free-for-all. It's going to be great. It'll be fantastic. And, uh, yeah, Plaza Podcast at ProtonMail.com, Plaza Podcast on Twitter, two L's, two. Utah. Give me two. These. And, of course, you guys take care of yourselves, all right? I wish you guys all the best. Great work, MJ. Always good stuff. Thanks, Jasper. I appreciate that. Skybolt is the best name? Shit. That's, I don't even know what that means, Spark. But that doesn't matter because you guys are the best. Thanks so much for being here. I love Sunday shows. It's easily becoming, like, my favorite show of the week. I hope we do it again, and we do it to the best of our ability. You guys take it easy. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Don't think me unkind. Rule five, fix that stick. A hard to find. From Chris Shelton to Reed Garrett. These once promising names litter my mind. Selected this year. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. 
this ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.